हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 17 ट्रेडिशनल नेबरहुड्स एंड मॉडर्न सिटीज एंड आवर टॉपिक इज नेबरहुड स्टडीज एज वेलमैन एंड लिंगटन हैव प्रिटेंटली आर्ग्यूड अर्बन सोशियोलॉजी हैज टेंडेड टू बी नेबरहुड सोशियोलॉजी व्हाट दे मेंट बाय दिस was the collapse of the urban sociology into study of small networks direct social interaction and small scale studies of how sense of community evolves in social geography neighborhood studies signified an important branch wherein study of specific localities with shared architectural forms and shared socio economic and cultural features were undertaken it was observed by these studies that certain neighborhoods showed certain housing patterns and certain lifestyles these studies were significant in the context of two factors in the emerging western industrial metropolitan cities social commentators and the sociologists with functionalist orientation had predicted a loss of shared values secondly neighborhood studies falsified the assumption that a modern city ethnicity will lose its importance as most of the neighborhoods were based on race and ethnicity In the field of urban sociology scholars belonging to the Chicago school took up the neighborhood studies looking at processes of adaptation and competition they focused on creation of separate neighborhoods on class lines some focused on ethnic ghetto and enclaves these places were preferred destination of first generation immigrants ethnic links made occupational and social adjustments easier for this purpose they undertook detailed observations for months together to create the classical neighborhood profiles participants observation life history and survey were the preferred techniques Park Bouges and their followers contributed to the theoretical and methodological aspects of the new field called the urban sociology. America witnessed emergence and expansion of many large cities in the beginning of the 20th century. And therefore manifold study of the urban subject matter was a need of the hour. also it was believed that the american way of life was based on industrialization human spirit of the achievement and this modern urban world was expected to create new identity of the modern human beings in reality however ethnic enclaves emerged in all big cities of the world and social networks played a very important role alongside wealth and power burgess in the analysis of his famous concentric zone theory pointed out this 
the famous diagram illustrating the land use and distribution of population in Chicago city argued that manufacturing activities determined the nature of the city life in America in the early 20th century. As the city grows, it gets divided into sub-communities which are spatially segregated into zones and sectors. Wellman and Linton discussed the reason why the neighborhood studies substituted community studies. First, the neighborhood provided itself as an easily access research site to urbanites. Secondly, neighborhood was the building block of the city which was the aggregate of many such neighborhoods as per the ecological school. Third, administrative officials imposed their own definitions of the neighborhood boundaries while attempting to create bureaucratic units. Fourth, urban sociology's particular concern with the spatial distribution had tended to be translated into local area concern. Fifth, many analysts have been concerned with the conditions under which the solidary settlements can be maintained. These scholars acknowledge the fact and genre of neighborhood studies has produced hundreds of finely wrought depictions of urban life and they have given us powerful ideas about how small-scale social systems operate in a variety of social contexts. Rex and Murray, as Sundres observes it, took works of the ecological schools as the starting point of their theory. They argued that in the initial settlement of the city, these three different groups differently placed with regard to the possession of property become segregated from one another and work out their own community style of life. The upper middle class owing relatively large houses are located near the business and cultural centers but away from the industries. The working class rents, small terraced cottages are bounded by economic adversity with others in the same situation. Experience a strong sense of collective identity and mutual support. The lower middle class rent their houses but aspires the Burji's way of life. These three groups signify not only three kinds of neighborhoods but also three different lifestyles and value structures. Their occupational positions, access to property ownership and result, result in consumption and cultural preferences are significantly different. Rex and Murray, while forwarding their theory of space, focus on conflicts over housing. They point out that the direction of migration is from inner city area to outer limits of the city.
basing their analysis on the study of the spark crook in Brigham, they illustrate that working class neighborhoods decline into the light areas with the concentration of the immigrant population. This happens alongside a parallel development increasing desirability of suburban middle class housing for the lower middle class. As a result of this suburban species housing becomes a scarce commodity. Community studies in an academic area which has concentrated on the study of neighborhoods. In most of the western metropolitan cities, neighborhoods are organized around ethnicity. Hence, community studies are conducted in neighborhoods. Another subdiscipline which focuses on neighborhoods and their particularities is ethnic and minority studies. Distinctive neighborhood have well-defined boundaries that in a way isolate them from the rest of the city. Especially sub-hubs with peculiar characteristics like luxurious housing and deteriorating slums, settlements of immigrants and the ethnic ghettos get distinguished from other localities for a variety of economic and cultural reasons. However, many scholars have questioned whether neighborhood refers to a mental perception or a planning category. Suzanne Killer has shown that the concept of neighborhood is not at all simple. The administrator or planner may define it in terms of physical characteristics, but the resident's perception of locality might be completely different. As Juan puts it, the world's neighborhood and districts tend to evoke in the outside's mind images of simple geometrical shape, when in fact the channels of neighborly act that define neighborhood may be extremely intricate and vary from small group to small group living in close proximity. Moreover, the perceived extent of neighborhood does not necessarily correspond with the web of intense neighborly contact. The degree to which the acknowledgement and assessment of a neighborhood's specificities depends on the class of residents according to Duan. It is observed that extremely rich are more conscious of the boundaries of their physical territory as well as their cultural world. They devise ways to keep others away from their realms. Tuan states that the middle class suburbanities can be even more sensitive to their territorial integrity for their world in comparison with that of the established rich is more vulnerable to the invasion by 
OPT outsiders. He also observes that white immigrants from ethnic specific residential quarters are not as conscious of their territoriality and cultural identity as their colored counterparts from slum for colored population. This may be due to the fact that colored population face hostility everywhere except in their locality. Following the illustrious contributions of the theorists of Chicago schools with their detailed accounts and occupational and residential differentiation, neighborhoods in the Chicago were studied repeatedly by various scholars. Greyland Stultz in his study of a poor neighborhood in Chicago with various ethnic communities showed that there was a well-worked out social order based upon strong territorial identification. In a locality that suitors called the Adams area, growing number of blacks, Mexicans and the Pureto Reckons slowly replaced Italians, although each community had its independent existence and ties. All ethnic groups shared territorial identification in spite of tensions between the ethnic communities, conflict and confrontation was avoided. Sometimes tensions between the adolescents led to confrontation between the Italians within and outside the neighborhood. At such moments going beyond ethnic divisions, the entire neighborhood got united against outsiders. Suitors termed this as defended neighborhood. Both Tuan and refer to Balco Hills, Boston as a neighborhood of those within exclusive access to peculiar kinds of residence, lifestyle and therefore a territorial boundary. While commenting on symbolism, imaginary and perception of American cities, Tuan observes that the Beacon Hill Boston marked itself off from others by tradition, culture, social standing and economic power. He argues that though Beacon Hill matches ethnic waters of some kinds, it is different in so far as it maintains its isolation through its presumed sense of superiority. Ethnic quarters, on the other hand, take isolation to be the best means to cope up with threat. Beacon Hill began after the revolution as upper-class suburbia. It was planned as a fashionable quarter for those with position and means. He compares Beacon Hill with West End another working-class locality which sprang near Beacon Hill. The residents of the later neighborhood were not aware of the territorial identity as those in Beacon Hill were. 
Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast. Thank you.